We now look at the Nigerian elections 2023. Uh, we're joined by Ashraf Patel, Senior Research Associate at the Institute for Global Dialogue. Uh, so in terms of the results that have uh, you know coming through now there's been this is after a weekend of delays and disruptions why did we have some sort of delays and disruptions in the Nigerian elections? You know, Nigeria is a huge country, uh, Africa's most populous nation, uh, 220 million people and 90 million voters. Um, so you can imagine across 26 states, it's a huge undertaking. Um, and therefore, there will always be uh, huge logistical uh, challenges for, for such a huge uh, population. Yes. And in terms of the disruptions... Well, look, um, what one can say, Nigeria today is on a cusp of change. Um, there's been a lot of disgruntled voices in society over the last several years, post-COVID economy. Uh, mainly high inflation, uh, food prices are up, uh, lots of corruption amongst the elites, uh, especially under the current government. Um, they have gone to many um, IMF bailout packages and they've gone uh, regularly to the World Bank for funding. And so the interest rate payments have ballooned and there's less money for social expenditure. Coupled with the high cost of energy in the paradox of uh, Nigeria being uh, the eighth largest uh, producer of oil in the world, but yet there is not enough oil and diesel for the economy. So all these factors have uh, created a perfect storm for a range of discontent in society. Um, and, and I think that is coming to play into this election. Yes, certainly. When we look at, you know, the candidates that are emerging now, who are the forerunners? Well, very interesting. Uh, you must know that Nigeria came out of a military dictatorship. So for 35 years after the Biafran Civil War, uh, Nigeria was under military rule. Uh, the very worst being under General Sani Abacha in the 90s. As you may recall, after the execution of Ken Sarawiwa, uh, Nigeria was uh, kicked out of the Commonwealth. And even Nelson Mandela at the time had to intervene. But since democracy in 1998, it has had 25 years of kind of elitist democracy, meaning that a two-party system, the PFP and the PDF, the two of them have always shared power amongst the elites. And that has created in a system of elites and bargaining, meaning trading uh, amongst these elite formations. As a result, uh, it has left out the vast majority of the population. So today... Um, it is on a cusp of lots of uh, disruptions from especially uh, ordinary people, a kind of middle class people, professional class, working classes. They have converged. And the leading candidate that has emerged is Peter Odi. Odi comes from Labour. So he's the first outsider in the Nigerian system after 25 years. So that does make it quite significant in terms of political uh, analysis. How does the election system work? Uh, you know, is it voting for candidates or voting for parties? Well, uh, I think it's very similar to South Africa. It's a dual, both parliamentary and presidential. So very similar in South Africa, you vote for the president and then you vote for uh, members of the national whatever assembly and then the provinces. But in Nigeria, they have a federal system, meaning that the system consists of 26 states. 
uh, and that's why it's called the Federal Republic of Nigeria. And they have, these 26 states have governors, and they have senators. And those senators, very similar to the U.S. electoral system, then are represented at federal level. So it's a very complex system of bargaining and, and trade, trade-offs. And uh, one can say in that system encourages a lot of corruption and, and buying off uh, members of parliament or governors, and they're all quite powerful. So one can say that system uh, seemingly is not working for, for Nigeria in a very complex world with uh, high energy prices and, and uh, uh, a range of social crises as well as overpopulation, etc., etc. What about the issue of the religious divide between the Muslims and the Christians and so the agreements that they've had in the past where uh, you have a tenure for a my Muslim president and then a, a tenure for a Christian one. Uh, so how is that panning out? Yes, uh, there is an unwritten rule that because uh, the entire nation is divided uh, almost 50-50 between uh, Christians and Muslims, it is a, a kind of trade-off system where Every round you would have um, a president from the different religious groups. So Muhammad Buradi spent eight years as president, and now it would seem the Baton would go to uh, a candidate from the Christian side. Uh, but remember, it's not just religious divide, it's also regions. Regions are very powerful, as well as local governors um, and, and, and senators. And they all uh, have a say in the appointment of the president. Unfortunately, uh, with the inflation and with high interest rates payments, there's less money in the national fiscus, Um, even though oil oil prices is at an all-time high. So this is creating a lot of tension uh, between the executive as well as the regulatory kind of audit uh, authorities uh, that have to preside over the national oil revenues. And uh, that is a very opaque system, and very powerful lobbies uh, get positions there. So I would think that, uh, yes, uh, you would get uh, a president, but whether he will come from the traditional two-party system is still too early to say. Perhaps in two or three days' time we will get the final result. Perhaps Peter Odi, an outsider who's from the Labour Union formation, may just win it. Uh, Or if not, he would get at least 30% of the vote, which would uh, bring new people and new thinking and a new generation uh, into the Nigerian political system. I certainly think you hope things can work out for Nigeria. Brother Ashraf, Jazakumullah Khair for the fascinating insight you've shared with us. Inshallah. Keep up the good work. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam. That was Brother Ashraf Patel speaking to us about the Nigerian situation. So you indicated there's been disruptions, there has been delays, uh, and that's all been part of the Nigerian elections. 18 candidates. Now we have three that are emerging as uh, top runners. Uh, Peter Odiu being the one that uh, from Labour, outsider somewhat. And uh, as uh, our guest outlined that, you know, there's been problems in the system, a system that uh, where the government has been ruled by elites more than 25 years of democracy now, where they moved from a military rule to democracy. So the issue of democracy and getting things right, the African continent, a huge problem. Uh, with time, we certainly hope that these issues will be ironed out.